श्रीमद भगवद गीता चैप्टर टेन वर्स थ्री ही हु नोज मी बर्थलेस एंड बिगिनिंगलेस द ग्रेट लॉर्ड ऑफ वर्ल्ड ही अमंग मॉटल्स इज अनडिल्यूडेड ही इज फ्रीड फ्रॉम ऑल सेंस द क्वेश्चन इज It's being said that the person who knows him as birthless and beginningless is freed from all sins. I was under the impression that everyone is supposed to settle their bills in this human life. Why this verse seems to be giving a clean chit to even a sinner? Don't be taken in by the simplicity of these words because we are used to complexity so simplicity can delude us mislead us the verse simply says the one who knows me as birthless and beginningless is freed from all sins and we say wow that's so easy liberation in all of 10 words the one who knows me as birthless beginningless is freed from all sins done done it's the equivalent of saying the one who jumps with the velocity of 20 km per second is freed from the gravitation of earth hmm because this speed is higher than the escape velocity that is needed so simple the one who jumps up with a speed of 20 km per second is freed of all gravitation done simple how simple is it how simple is it but then these words are disarmingly deceptive whenever something is said from a point of simplicity addressed to complexity it is usually misunderstood by complexity all that the verse says is the one who knows me as birthless beginningless is freed of all sins and we say oh it's so easy two minute noodles just know me as birthless beginningless how will you know him as birthless beginningless sir is it a minute's job Will you snap your fingers and be done? Because you do not understand the absolute requirement that this statement is posing to you. Therefore, you proceed to ask the next part of your question, which says, "I used to think that everybody is supposed to settle their bills in the human life, in the current life." 
then why is this verse giving a clean chit even to a sinner? Look at your assumption. Your assumption is knowing is information gathering. The verse says you have to know me as birthless and beginningless and deathless. Because we do not know knowing. Because we do not know what it means to really know. Therefore, we think that knowing is information gathering. So the questioner here feels that now I have read that Krishna is birthless and deathless. So I also know that he is birthless and deathless because I have received this information. Nonsense. To know that Krishna is birthless and deathless, you will have to invest your entire life. It's not as if somebody came and uttered a few things, whispered something into your ears and you got to know the essence of Krishna. Knowing is not this kind of a easy affair. It's simple but difficult. Difficult for us because we are complex people. For 20-40 years you try. Do your best, try your hardest and then if you can come to the realization that there is the beginningless and endless truth then you should call yourself lucky. It's not as if you read something in Gita and you have known it. These are revelations, these are realizations. These are not data bits. This is not something that you can transfer from your mobile phone to your laptop. That's called information, that's data. This is realization, this is understanding. It requires sacrifice, it requires investment of an entire lifetime. And then you come to the point where you start saying, yes, the truth is indeed beginningless and endless. Why do I say that it requires a great sacrifice to come to that point? Because you are mired in stuff that begins and ends. You live your entire life from the center of beginning and ending, right? Is there anything in your life that didn't begin and won't end? Right? Your entire life is about stuff that begins and ends. Now if you are to come to a point where you say the truth doesn't begin and doesn't end, that is the same as saying that your entire life is false. In your life everything begins and everything ends. And then you come to the realization Truth doesn't begin and doesn't end. What does that imply? Your life is false. And that's why it requires a tremendous sacrifice to come to this realization. And that sacrifice is not merely verbal or intellectual. That sacrifice then has to show up in your life, in your actions. If everything about your life is false, then you have to back your claim that you realize by giving treatment giving false the treatment that falseness deserves. 
You cannot just say, oh, I have realized that everything about me is false and yet I continue to patronize it. If you are honestly admitting that everything about you is false, then reject it. Reject everything about your life. Stop giving value to stuff that you have valued so far. Don't merely reject. Despise it. Huh? How can I despise, you know, so many things there are that I love in this world? That means that your realization is a big sham. On one hand you say the truth is beginning less and less. On the other hand you are totally charmed by stuff that begins and ends. Then do you realize anything? That's why this realization requires practice over decades. And I said even if you succeed after that you should consider yourself lucky. That's the general problem that we face with the truth. You don't come to the truth. You actually come to see that you are false. And that's why truth is so very difficult. The truth by itself is nothing. What you have to see is that you are false. Seeing the truth and seeing your falseness will always go hand in hand. And that's why seeing the truth is so difficult. Truth could have been seen had it not demanded the price that you will have to concurrently admit that you are false. That we do not want to admit. Getting it? So no clean shit is being given to sinners. Sinners are being told to repent over decades. What is repentance? What else is repentance? How do you stop being a sinner? What is sin in the first place? Operating from the wrong center is sin. Forgetting your real nature is sin. Hmm? Calling your limited personality and your limited world and your limited concepts as the truth is the sin. And all these things that I am saying about sin are not different, they are one. Therefore, to stop being a sinner, you have to stop calling yourself as real. And that cannot just happen on your demand. You can't wish yourself to be false. You'll have to see yourself as false. That has implication on every aspect of your life. This realization will require cleansing in every moment that you live. Therefore, it is not an easy task. Therefore, no clean chit is being given. Therefore, no shortcut is being suggested. Liberation is difficult 
arduous, time-taking, and will always remain so. Yes, I understand, there are several snake oil salesmen who promise instant liberation, but then that's snake oil. If people are obsessed with snakes, what else will they sell you? Snake oil. And we buy that, right? Instant liberation, do this, do that. And in the name of sadhana, you are told stuff like sit here, do this, utter these words strictly for 32 and a half minutes. You are saying you are under the impression that everyone is supposed to settle their bills in this human life. Of course. And it's tougher than that. You're not supposed to settle your bills in this human life. You may decide not to settle any bills. It's just that when you do not settle your bills, then the amount is extracted from you with interest and penalty. So either you willingly settle or you pay through your nose. When you willingly settle it, it's sadhana. When double the amount is extracted from you, then it is life. What else is life? Hmm? A continuous, unrepentant payment for your unending follies. Practice, practice and practice. Continue questioning, continue seeing. You will not be able to see Krishna or Truth as timeless, formless, beginningless, endless unless you willingly give up your obsession with forms, names, shapes, sizes, all products of time. You'll have to work on yourself. Working of your on yourself, that is Krishna worship. Hmm? Attaining Krishna is just a fancy name given to basic self-inquiry and self-purification. Krishna is nowhere outside. The outside is just a projection of the inside. Hmm? 
and the insides are quite dirty, then how can Krishna be outside? Getting rid of the dirt inside, that's Krishna sadhana. That's what also is meant by settling your bills. <clears throat>